Regular, everyday, normal guys, back at you again with another episode. I don't know if it's an exciting episode. At the end of it, it'll be the best episode in ever. ever. I'm Clint. Ever. <laughs> I'm Clint, <laughs> and I'm joined with Paulie, obviously. How are you, mate? Good, pal. How are you going? I'm going all right. A little bit tired this week. Work's been full on, but no one gives a shit about that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, I want to talk about you, mate. You've been at home for two weeks. You've been yeah. sent home. You were a naughty boy a couple of weeks ago. What have you done? I know you discussed last time and kind of you spent a lot of time on your podcast, but on our podcast. But now, now, what have you been doing with your with the other free time? Um, not a lot to be honest. Look, just uh, quickly after talking about being back at work, one thing I will say to people is, if for any reason you are changing your normal schedule from a really physical active lifestyle and you know you're going to have a week or two off trust me it is in your best interest to continue doing some type of physical work at least to the 50 percent of the capacity that you were doing it before because trust me when you go back your fucking legs and your back and your feet are going to really fucking hurt (laughs) You're feeling it a little bit, mate, are you? <laughs> well, my, I, I don't know if you've got it set up on your like phone or watch and everyone's got these fit watches and whatnot and it tracks your every movement. And I was going through it and I'm averaging when I'm at work, you know, 15 to 20,000 steps a day. And in that two weeks, I'm averaging, it's too embarrassing to even say, but below 1,000. <laughs> so my body has just gone from like, Let's do all this and then to doing absolutely fuck all. And now my legs, my quads, just from going up and down stairs. It's only been three days and I'm I'm disabled. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that answers my questions about what you've been doing. Jesus. But well, you, I, we, were talk, we were talking off earlier on and you were saying that um, – like even even shit like your your washing, like you weren't even like that stopped. Yeah, it's it's just routine. I'm a creature of routine and habit, and I know I actually am really, really good at at breaking down my time. I hate wasting time when I'm busy. If that uh, if that makes sense, if mm. I if I know I've got two weeks off, I just keep putting. I procrastinate. I'm like. I've got time to do it. I've got time to do it. I've got time to do it. But, you know, training, for example, I train in the morning. If And I train in the morning if I go to work. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Uh, otherwise, I'm not going to get up and do it. And it's just, I don't know. I'm weird. I should be studying. Uh, make, <laughs> makes perfect sense, kind of, a little bit. Um, but this did lead us into a question earlier on in the week. We were, we were talking about, you know, lockdown and all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to preach about lockdowns and COVID and all that kind of crap. We could be here forever. But we're talking about hobbies that other Mm. people have taken up or started during lockdown. I've been pretty lucky. I've worked through the whole uh, COVID thing for the last two years while we've been locked down. So for me, life has kind of been normal, you know, the Monday to Friday. But for everyone else, I can't imagine what it would be like just to stare at the same four walls every single day. So... Uh, we put the question out there about what hobbies people have taken up during mm. lockdown. So there's been a lot of the a lot of the normal ones, you know, lots of book reading and all that mm. kind of stuff. But I sort of wanted to get some uh, a different perspective on you know newer ones or weirder ones or stranger ones. And one of the guys at work was telling me that he, him and his family started this weekly routine where they would uh, they would pick a country for the week. The family would go away and sort of do a little bit of a study session about it. They would go to the supermarket, they'd shop, and then they would cook a cuisine from that country and then oh, discuss wow. that country 
over dinner and while they were cooking and all that kind of stuff. And it was a good way of spending extra time with the kids, getting the kids to learn something, watching documentaries, articles, you know, later stuff in the news about uh, different parts of the world, which I thought was was a pretty good way of doing things because I mean, growing up, mate, I've got no fucking idea where any of the countries are in the world. <laughs> we're having a discussion the other day about, um, you know, Ecuador. The, the missus is like, where is that? And I'm like, oh, isn't it Africa somewhere? And the wow. eldest, you know, the, the 17 year old, she's like, it's South America, you uneducated dickhead. And I'm like, oh, whoa. <laughs> Should have known that, man. There's a lot of cocaine around there, and we've watched enough El Chapo to know. To know I know. I, I just, I didn't. And as soon as I, I looked it up on the map, because I'm like, well, now I want to educate myself. And it's like, mm. you know, Venezuela is there, Peru's there, all that kind of mm. stuff. I'm like, you're a dickhead. Like, come on. Come on. <laughs> I actually got a lot of that from a young age from um, FIFA. I, I, all of my oh, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> geography skills to FIFA. FIFA 98, Road to the World Cup, it might have been. And well, yeah. it might have been the demo. So it gave me like not many options on who I could choose. Yep. So Argentina was the first one being A, so I just stuck with them. And then I ended up always playing South American teams. And so there you go. If people are worried that video games don't teach you anything, that's a load of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, well, actually, that, that leads me into one thing that I think you've started is um, you started streaming uh, Rocket League. Like we've been playing. That's one of our yes. hobbies has been um, gaming. You started streaming Rocket League, and how's that going? Shut up, man! I know where this is. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going. This is with this. You're trying to piss me off, and it's work. Nah, <laughs> I started doing it. The only reason why I actually really started doing it is because I, I've only ever played that game with you and Alan, and then you guys have gone off and started playing some other nerd shit that it's just games that I'm never going to play. So I'm like, well, I've got to entertain myself here. And it has been good and bad, let's just say. It's been good in the, it's been good in the way that I've improved better at the game because I'm probably not as distracted and playing with, I don't know, guys that are better than me, I guess, which is good, making me change how I play. Mm. Um, but... The bad thing is, and, and when I play with you guys, I'm pretty quiet, like unless we're talking shit. But in terms of dissecting the game or, or talking about the strategy of the game, I'm pretty quiet and, and that's why we suck. <laughs> but when I'm doing this, I'm, I'm more focused on what I'm doing. So I'm becoming more angry and it's actually become a theme of, the, of my stream <laughs> to just be this aggressive and... and psychotic <laughs> person gamer yeah and I just, I just want to point out though is that the the massive contradiction it is to your username handle which is chill out magic <laughs> it's, it's just, well that's I why find... i got that nickname from footy it was just fucking i was always angry so it's like chill out magic just fucking relax so yeah it makes <laughs> sense but anyway it has uh, been fun and and i'm getting uh a bit of a following for for that abusive nature and obviously any mistake that is made in the game is clearly someone else's and not everybody mine. else's and fault yeah it's my duty to let them know <laughs> I, I think now's a good time for a bit of a uh, selfish plug if you want to check out the stream head over to twitch regular everyday normal guys or you can check us out on facebook guys. if you're already following yeah. the page jump on tiktok uh, we're on their Instagram as well. So we're fucking everywhere, there. mate. We are taking over. <laughs> oh, actually, you've got you've got news about that. Tell us about the news. Talking about taking over the world. Yeah, look, it's it's you're probably going to have to, I don't know, start constructing an email to let your work know. Maybe give your your four weeks notice or whatever, because um, we got an email. <laughs> With our stats from our from our uh, podcast, and we're actually uh, top fifty in a few countries. One being Malaysia. So all our Malaysian fans, uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> were you gonna try? Some, thanks. <laughs> I don't know. I was. 
I, I thought I had some Malaysian in there, but I, I, I know, didn't. That's where I thought you were going with that. I thought you would learn some. <laughs> I don't know if you understand what the fuck we're talking about because I don't even. And <laughs> but yeah, we're um we're starting to slowly take over. If you want to be a real fan, start sending us money. No, just kidding. This is this is not that type of. Uh, this is not that type of channel. We're here for your viewing pleasure. Um, but it is one of those things that eventually uh, it's not compulsory, but always appreciated. Anything like that to help us keep going uh, would Look, be mate, super. If the people in Ecuador and Paraguay and all that kind of stuff keep listening to the podcast pretty soon, you know, sky's yeah. the limit. Well, it's only been a month. So to make any top 50 list in any podcast thing is... Um, Obviously, that's in our category. We're not saying that we're top 50 in all these celebrity ones, but it's from the crap we talk about. Yeah. No, it's been pretty cool. It's awesome. And thank <laughs> you to those people listening in those countries. Thank you. It's real. I'm bowing. Okay. I don't know if it's... <laughs> anyway, I just want to touch back on something that you said earlier about uh, book reading during lockdown. Because I... Uh, we'll do two things, but one, I did ask uh, my sister, you know, what what she's been doing, any hobbies, and she is an avid reader, and she claims, because I don't believe her, but she claims that she has read 50 books. Uh, uh, it might have even been this month. I'm like, what? 50 books in a month? Uh, that can't be right, but she's read maybe Fuck 50 off. books during lockdown. Must be during lockdown. I'm like, no one's read 50 books ever. I don't care. No one. <laughs> No, books, I think man. no, no. I think you and I are where we're the rare ones on this one. All three of the girls in my house they they're avid readers as well. I I I, don't, I think I've read one book in my life. That was in high mm. school. I'd fall asleep reading a news article. I'd, it's not for me. <laughs> yeah, you're more of a gamer movie, but yeah. I did actually. I did get uh, recommended a really good book um, called The Tattooist of Auschwitz, which was um, unreal. And actually someone, another guy that I used to work with who um, rides a motorbike, he told me he like he likes to read, but he goes, and, and like you and like me, gets very distracted easily. He goes, you need to buy the book, read the book, but also get the audio book. So when you ride, you're listening because you know you might commute for an hour a day. So yeah. and then when you want to, you catch up to where you are and you read it when you're reading. And I was, I, I did that and I read that book in two weeks, which is, you know, something I would never do. It normally takes me months and months to read a book because I never put aside the time to, to actually sit down and do it. But yeah, was, that's was, was it a good experience? Like, did you like switching from the audio book to reading yourself? You didn't lose the feel no. of the book or your way or anything it's, like that. It's funny because I was when I was reading it I could hear the guy's voice from the audiobook saying it like oh, it was, yeah, you know yeah, not yeah. even in mind and um yeah it was a really good way of reading something new for me to sort of switch between the both but uh, it's good because when you when you read a book to to watch a movie for example like it gives you a whole different understanding of of what you're reading and yeah, it just was really different, even though he's probably reading exactly the same words, but to hear it and then just to read it yourself was... it. it and in a book that was so dramatic and obviously being, you know, the the Jews in um, in Auschwitz and, and all the horrible things that happened, and but the story was unreal. Will you do more books like that? I will. I think it might take a bit of time because obviously it was fucking horrible <laughs> to <laughs> and every moment i'm sitting there and, and i'm like oh fuck something bad is about to happen and you know i'm i need to stay focused on my motorbike <laughs> i'm fucking crying under here man <laughs> well, nah. it, yeah it'd almost be like a documentary without the visuals in a way so yeah, yeah that's interesting yeah that's they're the type of books that i you know i'm not as much into fiction as I am into history or um, another good one was Mindhunter, the John John Douglas books. And my sister and I all sort of read those criminal profiling when we used to be obsessed with, you know, all yep. the law and orders and 
even um, going into things like Silence of the Lambs, for example, that style of actually, I think that's what it's based on. There you go. That, yeah. yeah. But yeah. The one and only book I read was um, back in high school was like Flowers <laughs> in the Attic, I think it was. And the, the eldest child was reading it and she said, oh, I'm, I'm reading Flowers in the Attic. And like a dickhead, me being, oh, my God, I can relate to her on a book that I've read. I've been like, oh, isn't it amazing when you find out that she's got uh, – she's been putting arsenic in all the kids' food and the facial <laughs> drop, she's just like, thanks. I hadn't got to that part yet. And I'm like, oh, whoops. whoops. <laughs> <laughs> the only book that I've ever read and I spoiled it for you. My bad. What? Do you, you didn't read books in high school? Oh, mate, I think I read, you know, Lockheed Leonard, a couple, mm. like a Roald Dahl, Big Friendly Giant, some shit like that. But mm. yeah, we 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 read books, but I don't I don't remember. I remember reading Flowers in the Attic, maybe Lockheed Leonard, but I've read maybe two autobiographies in my life. Mm. I've got the Chris Judd book sitting at the top of my wardrobe, hey. that's just gathering dust. I got I really I wanted I want to get to it because I've heard that it's really good, and I I appreciate the books are good, but I can't. I can't do it. I just I fucking put myself in a coma and it just <laughs> it frustrates yeah. me. I'd rather watch a movie. Yeah, fair enough. Well, it is important to have hobbies and or do activities when you've got absolutely no excuse to go outside anymore uh, without getting arrested. But Yeah, that's true. It does severely help your mental health and well-being, I guess, to have hobbies and keep your brain... Moving. What else has the people one, been telling you they've been doing? One that I had sent in, which I, I thought was amazing, and one that would be right right up our alley, was uh, online dancing or online learning, dance? taking dancing lessons, like hip-hop lessons and all that kind of stuff from mm. like a like a video. And I thought, fine, that would actually be pretty fun. Mm. The girls, yeah. they do Taekwondo. When Alicia was going for a black belt, they, they were doing a lot of stuff video um training in the shed and doing mm. things on the video and yeah she ended up nailing her black belt and so it, it when you when you want to do it i think there's there's definitely a lot of resources out there that that you can do it it's just a matter of getting off your ass and doing it but yeah dancing i thought was a was an interesting one lots of these uh video tech companies you know zoom and teams and have been absolutely flying through all of this <laughs> It's just oh, created a whole so, new world. So much money would be yeah. made through those companies now. Just a lot of businesses have changed their whole models just to, it's like, why are we wasting everyone's time to spend hours to get everyone in a room when we can just be more productive and sit at home and do it? Or you're in your office, I'm in my office, we can get shit done. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see the way the world goes once we come out of lockdown, whether there's going to be less office spaces for hire or rent, uh, sorry, rented, mm. and more just home, just people working from home. Mm. Um, i got one here. Um, this is from one of our crowd favorites, Goza at work. And I'm going to, I'm going to well, say it either with quote marks. This is his word, does, word for word. Does this, does this need a rating before it goes out? Yeah. Yeah. This, <laughs> <laughs> so I did say, Look, Goza, how was your two weeks off? Uh, you know, did you have any new hobbies or what did you do? You know, any anything you can share? It's like, yeah, I tried new sex stuff with the missus. <laughs> <laughs> and look, um, he's kind of got a point. <laughs> if you're at home uh, with your partner more than you normally would, um, you're going to get creative. You gotta try new things. You gotta find every crevice. <laughs> and um, how is Goz's? How did Goz's hobby go? Um, he said it didn't go well. <laughs> He's a bit more adventurous, I think, after you know two decades of marriage. But he's trying to keep it fresh and you know explore. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, th I think every female understands when a man wants to explore, it's only going in one direction. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, sorry to put your business in the streets, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, 
this is Goz has uh, got a reputation for himself now. So this is the stuff that he's brought forward to the table. So he's been on the show before. He's he's told us the story about getting his dad in trouble with the fisting porn video. <laughs> so this is this is the bar. Goz has set his own bar now, and that's that's it. Goz has done it. He's dug himself a grave. Well, I think more than 50% of the feedback I get, even from family and friends, is like, wow, you're doing really well, you know, you, you, you know, your podcast is doing well. And how about that Gaza? I'm just like, oh, my God. It's just Gaza, 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 Gaza. <laughs> it's we the man of the people. bring him on as a third. Bring him on as a third. I will. I actually will. He's got <laughs> such a sexy voice. He'll sound good. <laughs> Hey man. Hey man. <laughs> That's Goza. I just uh, hear it and I automatically start laughing. <laughs> one uh-huh. of the uh, one of the tradies at work, he told me that um one of his hobbies he was he was joking, but I think he's also kind of serious, is that uh, he started midweek drinking. <laughs> and uh spoke I spoke to him this morning and he got he got called out. Uh, Mike, if you're listening, uh, he got called out to a job last night. And um, and I said to him, I'm like, how are you traveling? Like, you sound like you're, you're quite chirpy. And he's like, yeah, I'm, you know, taking up my hobby. I'm like, mate, it's <laughs> nine o'clock in the morning. He goes, I didn't tell you what time I was drinking, though, did I? <laughs> I've actually got that as as one of mine. Uh, not so much that, but it was, it was trying, it was more specific to trying wines and, and being more educated in, in different types of wines. That's uh, yep. one of the boys that I ask. Um, yeah. we, are you a wine drinker? I, I have started more recently. Um, my dad and, and lots of my family, obviously having made wine, being Italian. I don't like the strong aftertasty ones. Yeah, mm. I like the, the smooth. You know, I don't even drink beer. I'm not massive on alcohol. Only when yep. we sesh it out. And yeah, I go, I'm, I'm zero or a hundred with alcohol. I'm either... I don't yeah. want it or I want all of it and there's nothing in between. I don't ever on a, on a hot day, I don't ever crave a beer or anything like that. I would rather have a Pepsi Max, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I, I tried in my younger years, the dad tried to get me into it earlier, uh, you know, 16, 17. He was, he's a big, massive wine drinker, but I just, I didn't have a palate. I don't, I don't have a palate for it. I don't appreciate it, but mm. uh, so it's, it's wasted on me a little bit. So I've always been jealous of those people that, you know, can enjoy a glass of red with a steak or enjoy this bottle of red with some pasta, mm. you know, like, whatever, man. <laughs> uh, I've got, got another good one here that um, someone sent in, and that was to learn a new language. Um, oh, amazing. That'd be fantastic. To brush up on, obviously, having an Italian background, and there was a stage there that when I was living with the with the oldies and with the grandparents that my Italian was pretty good. I'm never a great speaker, but my understanding of it was, was good. A lot of that's gone now, but yeah, that would be great. Italian, Spanish. You could be enough. You could do enough to hold your own though. Can't you? Uh, yeah, I could hold my own. Like, like I understand a lot more than I could ever say that grammar in Italian is pretty difficult, but my, my sister's pretty good now. She would be pretty close to fluent. She pays a, mate, a lot more she, attention. She basically lives in Italy. She True. Goes <laughs> we did mention that in her episode. She thinks it's uh, totally normal to go to Italy every year. But when you're a teacher and you have more holidays than actual work days and you, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that one. <laughs> I've had uh, some people get into meditation. Oh yeah, it's not something really thought about or never really done. But meditation just seems too slow for me. Like too, yeah. like I'm all about quiet and hush, but it just seems to, you know, be with your thoughts. Like I think I'll actually, you know, have a realization that I'm actually mentally disturbed or <laughs> I've got massive mental health issues that I've just been, you know, in denial about. I, I just it kind of scares me in a way. So it's a I couldn't a do that one. either. I don't, uh, even when I go to bed, I, l- I like noise in the background. So to have that silence and like you say, just to be, yeah, that's not, that's not for me, but I appreciate it. I appreciate those people that can do it, but yeah, you do. Res- you. Respect. 
one of our idiot mates, fuck it, I'll name him <laughs> Alan, you're a wanker. Uh, he sent through uh, he, he sent through a thing that his hobby is how many gummy bears he can have and still function. <laughs> well, he tests that most weeks, so. <laughs> what is he? Has he told you what the number is? No, I think I think through various chats. I think at one point, I think he admitted to about five in wow. in one sitting. But that was through his own fault of thinking like, ah, oh, this one's not doing anything. This one's not doing anything. This one's not doing <laughs> anything. And then they all hit all at once. So, yeah, it um, happens. We'll, we'll, get a, we'll get a figure from him. He's coming on at some point. So we've got a mm. list of questions that we've got to ask him anyway. So we can just add that to the True. list as well as his embarrassing story. I've got a uh, weird one here of, of it's not so much a hobby, but I did ask, you know, what did you do on the break? And this is a guy that had, you know, issues with his back. And he said, look, I spent an hour every day trying to improve my posture. (laughs) And I was like, wow, that's actually a really good idea because I've got poor posture too. I sort of hunch over being a bigger guy. Um, But yeah, he just said it's it's very mental uh, and it's a good way of uh, learning discipline and just to set aside a certain amount of time something I'm just not good at to do something like that, but cool idea. And he also said he learned to tie-dye stuff. <laughs> learned to tie-dye? Mate, I haven't seen tie-dye since the 90s. God. So, yeah. That's, that's, that's an interesting two weeks for him. Yeah, correcting posture, that's it. Have you – do you have much to do with him? Have you seen him? Have you noticed his posture? Never really noticed, but, um, you know, I see him every day, but – um, it's dark, man. It's cold. It's dark. Probably more for him anyway, which is great. Good on him. Well done. That one of the normal ones I think a lot of people did was uh, take up a musical instrument. Pretty stark uh, standard yeah. hop. But when it's something that you've always wanted to do, it's mm. a pretty good one. I know drum guy. <laughs> we discussed it earlier, but would you think about taking one up, a, a different one? I would. Oh, this you'd obviously always want to play guitar and things like that, but. Piano is always, uh, yeah. but but full on piano like dramatic orchestral nut job piano would be sick. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it strange? Like I would love to learn piano, but I would love to do like the boogie woogie type pianos. You know, play the, the mm. blues and like mm. uh, ragtime upbeat stuff. You know, the, yeah. and you would go the the, the symphony and oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. Uh, real dramatic o fortuna type you know from the what's it called from the carton draft ad that full-on <laughs> orchestra shit that's actually one of my playlists that helps me sleep is just dramatic piano that's how much do you listen to when you sleep you watch movies you got shit playing in the background <laughs> what i got heaps of different things i go through phases i just i don't like i don't like it to be silent I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a fear of like, if you can hear a noise, you think that something's going on and, and I can't sleep. So I'd rather that just be noisy. Um, yeah. What about when you've had partners and they're in bed? Do you have shit playing? Yeah. That sort of it comes with me. <laughs> I probably well, snore loud enough that they probably don't even hear that. But um, True. That, I was just about to fall asleep <laughs> to the... Smooth, sort tones of Alicia's <laughs> snor- snor- <laughs> That, and I've also got an app that plays, you know, different sounds. I do like, you know, this one that has sort of rain and thunder and other different layers all put into one that really helps me sleep. <laughs> there's, there's those ones out there that have like Matthew McConaughey, like reading. <laughs> that would just oh, make I me laugh. It. So silly. <laughs> Another good one that got sent in was um, painting, like actually learning how to paint. Another skill I wish that or drawing or anything arty other than, or even, uh, you know, uh, things I used to do, you know, digital art and, you know, making wallpapers and photoshopping stuff. But I am very envious of people that can draw really well and, um, yeah, 
I get I get envious of people with those creative brains, you know, that can from a blank canvas, they have a oh, vision yeah. and they fulfill and they just make it happen through whatever it be. It can be freaking uh, a movie or a song or a uh, you know, drawing just a blank canvas and then they've mm. got a vision in mind and they know how to execute it. That just, mm. it's always something that I've been jealous of. I can see something, but I, I can never execute it well. Mm. It's always, it's always, it's always done poorly or a mess or. Mm. Well, through the magic like, of uh, TikTok, I've seen a lot of different, it's not even just the skill that they have. Um, one, for example, this guy had a pencil, but on this pencil, he'd had like a, a stick. So he had his, his drawing in the middle and on the left, there's another pencil and on the right, there's another pencil. Am I making sense? Saints. So there's yep, three yep. there's three different canvases that he's drawing on. So and he's, he's holding the middle pencil. He's holding the middle pencil and through different angles of him moving his hand, he is drawing three different pictures at the same time. Have you seen this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it I might have been like the Batman, the Joker. Uh, and yeah. yeah. That's the one that I saw. Yeah, yeah. I was. I could not believe what I was seeing. That some people have that much fucking skill. You know, and I can't even stand up straight. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've spoke about this before, that there's too much mm. talent out there. And sometimes it's just all in one person. Like, give it mm. to the rest of us. Share, share it, well, you know. It actually annoys me that on things like TikTok, there's people like that. I don't care about the views. You know, that doesn't bother me. But mm. this person deserves, you know, to be making a living, uh, uh, you know. But then you see other simps. Uh, I saw a female on Twitch and she is loaded and all she does for three hours is lick a microphone. And I'm sitting yep. there thinking, what the fuck is going on? That there's this one guy who can draw three pictures with one fucking pencil, <laughs> you know, and he's the most amazing artist and he's probably given up so much and sacrificed so much and does gets nothing. And then there's simps out there paying girls to lick a microphone. I just don't get it. This could this could start a whole different kind of conversation if we got into mm. it. But yeah, it's um, yeah, sometimes it's not fair, uh, and I think you know that stretches out into the music world as well. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are writing mm. amazing original music, but somehow the shit that keeps getting repeated and same old loops and same old lyrics and repeat, repeat, repeat gets, mm. uh, you know, is is what's getting pushed in our faces and what gets. Um, mainstreamed, I guess you call it, and yeah, is it's what's sexy, we'll call it. But mm. yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit shit. It's it's really, really shit actually, because there's so many talented people out there not being recognised for their skill, mm. um, which is which is a shame. But maybe one day we can get to a point where this podcast will be big enough and we can showcase those people, mm. all from Malaysia and Ecuador and Paraguay <laughs> and. Everything. Hey man, I'm huge in Malaysia, all right? Just, uh, I'm going to the front <laughs> of the line. <laughs> like, do you know who I am? Go ask the Malaysians, all right? I am like royalty. <laughs> <laughs> this is one that I wanted to use and it's, it's actually very good in many ways for your mental health is to just declutter a lot of your stuff. I wouldn't call it a hobby. It's just things that people did during lockdown. Anyway, lockdown. I think the message got got changed there. But you've probably got so much shit in your house that it's just not used. It's basically if you go in and, and look at something and like, am I going to use this in the next year? If, if not, you don't need it, you know. And I've got, you know, 20 pairs of shoes that I've never worn and just things like that. If you can help someone else, declutter your shit, sell it if you need the money, give it away if you can afford it, help someone else. Um, another thing other people said that they did was um, help people, which help others, you know, use your time to yeah. check up on your yeah. friends, check up on your family, um, strangers if you've, that's what 
you want to do. Be available, be present, send more text, blah, 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 which was a really cool thing, which I didn't do at all. <laughs> but... <laughs> Another guy. I, did, said, I, yeah. I actually did that. Um, sorry to interrupt. I I did do that with a couple of texts that um, uh, I I was listening to another podcast and I would just like just scroll down to um, the bottom of your phone and then you know the the bottom two people uh, in your message section and then the bottom two people just send them a text and ask them how they're going and mm. he goes you'll be surprised of the response that you get and and where it goes from there and I. I did that. I reached out to, and it was to two of my ex-workmates and um, reached out to them. How are you going? How are you doing? Yeah, really good. Going fantastic. One was going fantastic, but didn't have a job. Mm-hmm. And then through that, ended up getting him a job at the company that I work at now. So I felt it was kind of ma- uh, kind of amazing. I told him what I did and then I told him to go and do the same thing. So I, I haven't heard back on how that went for him, but uh, for me, it was a it was a good experience and it worked out well. Mm. Oh, cool. Um, and the last one I've got with, I've got a few examples is, um, actually I've got two more. I'll, I'll end with these last two. Um, one guy who's one, an older guy and, you know, pretty new to the internet and only really socializes with people at work. So he understood that his knowledge of current issues was, you know, minimal he didn't know what the Me Too movement was. He didn't understand Black Lives Matter. And so he said that he spent a lot of time researching what these things are and educating himself on things. And, and you know, he didn't know all these fucking different terms these days, you know, Gen Z, Gen Y, Gen whatever the fuck. And it was just, um, I thought that was cool because um, a lot yeah. of old timers are, uh, are normally pretty hard-headed and they're like nah this is how it was and we belong here and you belong there and that's that's what it is but that was one that i really liked and the last one was and this is one that i've actually known and and this is from a tiktok as well that there's a lot of there's more things on the internet than porn believe it or not (laughs) (laughs) i know it's like 98 percent porn but (laughs) there are so many cool informative or powerful fun websites that you would have no idea um existed just things to help pass your boredom and um a couple examples i've got uh there's the oatmeal which is pretty much just a cool collection of comics and like a huge library of funny content um sometimes it's just just pictures but you'll you know that's what we want. I don't want to read that much anyway. So it's actually pretty perfect. And it's that good there that it's even shit you've seen before. You can read it over and over again. And it's it's really good. Um, yep. Another one, this is going to sound stupid, but it's interesting. It's it's actually called O-Search, O-Search uh, which is a shark tracker. So all the sharks that they track and tag, um, it brings up a map and it shows where all these sharks are and it shows the routes they take and where they go and it's fucking unreal. Wow. Yeah. That'd be insane actually. Yeah. There's, there's other websites that show where all the space junkies and where everything is left and it will still tell you. And, and it's absolutely cluttered with debris. You would have, you, you would not believe how much shit is up there. Like you, you would think by looking at this, you know, how the hell do you not crash into something, but they're not realizing space is pretty actually, He's pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call it space because there's uh, space. Yeah, well a lot done. of it. <laughs> Another cool one. It's called Supercook. Which, <laughs> what this website is, is you go to this site and you type what you got in your fridge and what you got in your cupboard, and it will shoot out a recipe for you of what you can make with what you've got. <laughs> fucking hell Alicia if you're listening check that out right this second super cook that is really 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 cool another cool one is it's called map crunch so this site just gives you like a random google map from anywhere in the world and, and you get to explore like a new city well when you can't travel overseas now yeah that's actually a really cool one well yeah you can plot a path you can yeah I actually really like that one um, one that I look at at least once a week. It's called Shut Up and Take My Money. 
which is just <laughs> like uh, if you've got an online shopping obsession, this one is next level and it has so many cool little gadgets and gizmos and this is why my house is so cluttered. But this I was just about to ask, this is not the, this is not a good website for you because no, you can good. sometimes be quite impulsive and uh, just be no. like, fuck yeah, I've got to have that, I've got to have that, I've got to have that. Rolls Royce, fuck yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? I can game while I can fucking drive? What do you mean? <laughs> I've got so many dumb things. Actually, one cool thing you sent me the other day was that thing you put in your fingers so you can eat food and type on yeah. your keyboard and play games without getting your hands dirty. That's fucking genius. Yeah, yeah. genius. Actually, the- and probably also for the fat cunts out there, that, which is exactly <laughs> why it's genius for us. Well, look, I want to gain weight and not mess up my controller <laughs> at the same time. I want, I'm bulking and I need it. <laughs> and one for the conspiracy theorists out there, there is actually a Wikipedia page just with a list of conspiracy theories that is always fun to look at if you're bored. So I definitely recommend that. Just don't tell us about it. <laughs> There's one that I've tried to tell people. I tried to tell my sister. I show them the footage and they just, some people do not want to know about All it. All right. I'm going to buy it. Go. <laughs> hit me with it. Do it. No, it's just, it's, it's this thing on 9-11. It's, if anyone's watched the Zeitgeist uh, documentaries. And again, I know that they're putting together all this information and footage and then telling you what it is and then you're believing it. However, just some simple things like another building that wasn't hit that looked like a controlled de- demolition falling down, you know, there's there's enough doubt there. I'm not saying that it's definitely an inside job or that America just killed 2,000 people so they had an easy way of entering the war, um, which they've done many, many times anyway, but... Uh, <clears throat> It just seems there's enough doubt there to at least question some things. That's all I need to say, you know. Yeah, I, I've I've watched a lot of this stuff. Like, yeah, you know, they the why did they order? Uh, why did they say three thousand people died? But you know, there were sixty thousand body bags ordered, or some something mm. along those lines. You know, and you you hear it, you read it, but there, there's a part of me that hopes that that people aren't that shit where they could. If it was controlled and it was set up by the American government, let's call it, let's say, whatever, that they would do that to their people, that they would do that to innocent people. I can't, I can't, I can't believe that, that they, that well, innocent people would be used as a pawn in a, in a, in a money making. I think if you watch it, you'll see that um, people that control the money, are probably the most evil people in the world, and one. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I hundred percent agree with you, but I, yeah. I, I, I can't believe that us regular everyday normal guys would mm. be uh, pawns in that kind of thing. You know, you go into work on on a on a job site Monday to Friday, and oh well, you're the sacrificial lamb for a bigger picture that is only for money. I can't, I can't accept it. I just, I don't want to believe that because yeah. I'm already a cynical prick and I'm already a grumpy <laughs> bastard. That would just, I think I would just go around hating everybody and there would be, that would be my last shred of hope, you know? Uh, and I, yeah, it's just that I, I, I'm all for conspiracy theories, but I can't, mm. I can't buy into people being sacrificed like that. It's just, mm. Well, I think that's the exact reason why my sister sort of refuses to believe uh, any of that. However, when you think about, because you you say, oh yeah, okay, 2,000 people died. COVID's killed however many million people now, you know, and people aren't even batting an eye. Some people are choosing to believe it doesn't even exist. So you say, yeah, we sacrificed, you know, I can't believe they sacrificed 2,000 people. 2,000 people is nothing. Two thousand people is no one. Two thousand people is is dust. Yeah, yeah the well, there's look, there's things. people out there that are saying that COVID is man-made. It was a man-made chemical. Mm. You know, it's a it's a it's a biological weapon that mm. it, that's been released to help 
control population around the mm. world and it's killing you know the old the sickly and the people that are vulnerable to it mm. so you know it's almost like let's call it natural selection in a way mm. in terms of what this virus targets and like if that's true that's how fucked is that you know well, that's like, uh, that's that's why people refuse to believe it because if if that's possible then who knows what else is possible and and, and like i said after reading the book of Auschwitz, it's, you know, we know what evil is capable of and that's on a larger scale. So you think to someone who's a billionaire, 2,000 people probably slept like a baby that night, you know, just did yeah. not even flinch. That's, how sick, how sickening is that though, that they're, mm. that that is out there like that mm. and that could be a thing. And look, tomorrow, man, on a, on a job site, that could be you, you know, it could be me, like, mm. That's just uh, that's it's pretty scary, and I, I there's a part of me that wants to sort of stay naive to that kind of thing. Not that it doesn't fascinate me in a strange way, but mm. uh, I, I just I, I can't believe that people are that bad. That's because that's next level, man. Like, yes, there's pedophiles and there's rapists mm. and all that kind of stuff, but that that puts them right there you know they're they're the kind of people that you know you could easily you know bite the curb and just stomp on the back of their head and not a problem mm. that puts them right there and they they are the people that are running the world they're the presidents and prime ministers and well, premiers and it, it, it elaborates on that a bit too and it's to to think that even someone like george bush i, I don't believe he had a part to play in it at all but i don't believe Whoever's in charge there is not at all pulling the strings. It's mm. it's always there's always someone more evil, and it's always connected to the big banks, and it's always connected to the people that control the money, and that's how shit gets done, mate. You would, I have to show you it. I yeah, have to show you it. I'm I'm fascinated, and I do want to yeah. see it. This podcast has taken a turn. It has. <laughs> We're funny. <laughs> <laughs> I promise we're top fifty in Malaysia we for jokes. I promise. <laughs> but hey, it is uh, it is out there. But if if Hitler proves anything, it's just fucking evil is there, and this compared to that is nothing. And what it led them to do after that was uh, even in that documentary, something that sticks in my mind. They did polls about what do you think about us you know, setting up a base in Afghanistan or, or us going to war. And before anything, they never heard the word terrorist or terrorism, you know, it was, wasn't. And then they just kept fucking, the media was just everything, terrorist, terrorism, terror, 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 terror. It's always in their mind. Um, and yeah, these polls were showing, you know, 80% didn't want to go to war. Why are we going to Afghanistan? There's no reason for us to be there. What do you think the polls would have showed as soon as those twin towers come down? What do you think of us going to Afghanistan? You know, yeah. fucking yeah, resounding. Exactly. Anyway, anyone who's interested in watching that documentary, it's called Zeitgeist, and it's there's a few out there. You can watch it on YouTube. the The, the right one to watch is the one that's in four parts. I think the first part is on religion, and it basically tells you. Um, I'm not going to shit on anyone's religion, but it tells you how many religions are similar and all your religious figures are basically the same and just modified in a different way and um, goes from that into 9-11 I think and then there's a three or four parts I think the third part is on finance and who the real people are pulling the strings and it's your Rockefellers and and, and these types um, mm. so yeah I'll, I'll get it for you. I'll show you, pal, and we can... Um... Drink a lot of alcohol and say how <laughs> shit the world is. <laughs> well, we know that. We just um, choose to ignore it, and that's why we're trying to be happy? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> Look, man, it would be awesome to be a fly on the wall in any of these evil meetings to see um, what the hell is going on in... in in the world actually before we go one last i can't remember the name of the movie but it was after i, I watched i read the the book of auschwitz i was um just obviously you know really involved in in 
um, Hitler and, oh geez, that sounds fucked up. No one clipped that. Uh, but the knowledge of Hitler. And, and I just wanted to know like how on earth they decided, you know, to do Auschwitz and gas chambers. And, and this is a movie um, with a, a real, a lot of good actors. And it's basically tells the story of, of um, how that decision came. And I think in the movie, they even call it, how are we going to fix this Jew problem we have, which is, we just have so many of them and, and we don't know what to do with them. It wasn't the plan at the start to just kill them all. It was just, to contain them and and whatnot and and stop them from they did want to eventually phase them out by desexing them basically you know um making them yep. infertile so they can't keep creating more but um this is the story of basically how all these figures got together and this is wasn't including hitler however he would have probably obviously ticked it off eventually but they're just sitting around the table you know these 15 to 20 honchos heads of different um military things and other things and how they come to the decision to just gas chamber them and everyone signs off and thinks that they've solved a huge problem and everyone's partying and it's actually fucked up so to think you can see that is not that long ago (laughs) when you think about it you know this is 80 years ago Mm. so you think 80 years later you couldn't get rid of 2,000 people with a couple of planes and then what you have absolute freedom to walk into a whole country and multiple countries and just set up base for since then the last 20 years no questions mm. like, I'm not I'm not gonna argue I can't <laughs> I can't argue it. I don't but I just I don't I, I don't want to believe it because <laughs> anyway evil. Yeah, I'm gonna go cry now. So, <laughs> I'd like to say that this has been the best po- podcast ever. Uh, this has been our episode yet, but uh, easily the best. It's been uh, very informative, and it just shows a different side to us. We can be serious too sometimes, with hints of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, pal, it's been lovely talking to you again. And that's um, fantastic. We'll see you again next week. Same time, same channel. Don't change the dial, pal. Peace. Ciao. We out, we out, right. We out, we out.